This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, the birthday boy, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. And we are proud to recognize that it is Veterans Week here at ESPN as we honor all military personnel who are actively serving, veterans who have served, and those who made and make the ultimate sacrifice. Many of our ESPN colleagues are those very brave people who have served the United States Armed Forces Armed Forces, as a commitment to empowering those who have served our country. We want to make sure that military personnel and military spouses everywhere are aware that ESPN has continued support of disabled American veterans. It's DAV Career Fairs. They connect veterans and spouses with employers nationwide who are committed to hiring them. ESPN's support of career fairs have engaged nearly 7,900 veterans and spouses, resulting in 2,900 interviews being conducted and 960 job offers made. To learn more, visit DAV.org. That's DAV. Dot org for more information. Thank you to all of you that have served our country, continue to serve our country, and allow us to talk about the nonsense and the playground of sports and, and entertainment every single day here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We're going to keep you updated, of course, on the Michigan situation. S- certainly could be news today. It would seem kind of crazy as we've discussed the idea of suspending Harbaugh today for tomorrow's game with literally almost no notice, but we will keep you updated on that. Thursday night football last night, the Bears win and uh, the Panthers lose, which is good for the Bears two ways because they get their win and the Panthers are closer to the number one overall pick, which gives that pick to the Bears. Now, this weekend, we could have a potential, maybe possible, Super Bowl preview matchup. Jacksonville, San Francisco. Mm, spicy. Not, not crazy to think that we could see no. those two in the Super Bowl? No. No. So if we were to go right now and say we could script it, the NFL likes to lean into that, right? The scripting of it, and we could script the Super Bowl. The sexiest Super Bowl matchup, the best possible Super Bowl matchup right now is what? As we're in the midway point of the NFL season. What is it? Ooh, um... It's hard for me not to say it's a sexy Super Bowl matchup without the best player on the planet. So Pat Mahomes, I, I, I guess I want to see it again. Pat Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Run it back. Run it back. I want to see it again. I want to see it again just because it was so good. And here's the thing. You can make the argument that Jalen Hurts was the best quarterback on the field in Super Bowl 57. He was. He was that damn good. He, he threw for awesome. 340 yards. So, I mean, like, like you know, I would, I would absolutely want to see that again to see if Jalen Hurts and the Eagles could exercise those demons. And the Chiefs look a little more vulnerable than they did last year. So, I think it would be a little more intrigue going into that game. But if you're asking me who has the tougher road to go – Right now, I feel like the tougher team out of this matchup between the Jags and the 49ers, it's a tougher road for the 49ers because they have to go through the Philadelphia Eagles. I can't believe I'm saying that. Like the AFC teams, I mean, outside of the Cincinnati Bengals the last few weeks, I'm unimpressed. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens have a really good defense, but their offense has been inconsistent. Now it's trending in the right direction in the last couple of games, and maybe that's Lamar starting to get his feet under him in Todd Munkin's offense. But that that offense hasn't necessarily clicked on all cylinders. The Miami Dolphins are pretenders until otherwise notified. The Buffalo Bills are a hot mess. I mean, (laughs) you can't trust the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can't trust the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Certainly not. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars feel like one of those teams. Out of of all the teams in the AFC, I, I feel like I have the fewest questions about Jacksonville right now. Smalls? So when I think about my dream Super Bowl matchup, there's a couple things I want. I want the best possible matchup between two teams, and I want a lot of star power. 
and I kind of have Chiefs fatigue, sorry, but oh, I wow. do. Uh, maybe it's because I spent a lot of time in St. Louis and had to listen to Kansas City Chiefs fans all the time, but I have a little bit of Chiefs fatigue. I certainly want Philadelphia there, and I want Philly, and I want Cincinnati. Think about it. Two guys in Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow who've been there but haven't gotten it done. A lot of star power, a lot of talent on both sides of the football. I think that would be an unbelievable matchup. So I definitely am in on Kansas City, but for the sake of conversation, I'm not going to pick them because they're almost too obvious, right? It's like, okay, like I understand you have Chiefs fatigue, but if and when we get to February and the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl— I don't think you're going to feel that way. I think you're just going to – we're going to talk about the historical nature of Mahomes and Reed. We're going to talk about the combination in comparison to Brady and Belichick. I think we're going to be so in that that I, my guess is you won't feel that fatigue at that point. But I'm going to say it. It's the matchup this weekend. I want this matchup this weekend to be in February. I love the idea of the Jaguars and the Niners. I think that's a great matchup. It feels newish. I know the Niners have been in the Super Bowl recently, and the Jaguars obviously have been in the AFC Championship game recently against the Pats in, what, 2019, but it's a completely different crew altogether. You've got this first pick in the draft versus last pick in the draft, Trevor Lawrence-Brock Purdy matchup there. I kind of love it. I love. I kind of love what we're going to see this weekend. It wouldn't surprise me if this weekend's game is the game of the year in the NFL. That's how confident I am in that matchup. It's it's going to be a good game, but if you think it's going to be that close close to contested, do you think that the 49ers are going to be on the winning side of it? Because I I don't trust that Brock Purdy, when he's in a situation where the game is tied or trailing late, he's going to be able to find a way to bring his team to. We haven't seen them have that success. It didn't work out for him against the Minnesota Vikings. Didn't work out for him against the Cleveland Browns. That's not his fault that the kicker missed the kick, but it still did not work out. And in uh, the most recent loss that they had to the Cincinnati Bengals, he was awful in the second half. So I just I don't know that Brock Purdy is the guy that's going to get it done under those circumstances. You would hope that he would grow from those most recent losses and that we'd see a different version of him coming out of the bye week. But I think the most impactful difference that we're going to see from the 49ers, the thing that's going to be most material, is health. Mm-hmm. Like everybody wants to focus on the Chase Young of it all because he just got traded there. But it's about the guys that are already there. Like Debo Samuel being a full participant in practice the last two days, that's going to be huge for Brock Purdy. Having that go-to guy for those intermediate and deep routes over the middle of the field, big, big difference in terms of what that offense looks like. Having a healthy Trent Williams, Evan calls him the best non-quarterback in the National Football League. Having that guy out there makes a difference. The 49ers rely on health with their core players more so than any other team in the National Football League. They've got to have those guys healthy and available in order to be at their best and and, and to have success. Because if they don't have them, we've seen what happens over the last three weeks. And we have seen when they're healthy how dominant they are from top to bottom. Dream Super Bowl matchup. And let's do it realistically, right? Because like, we're going to get calls in on the end. Sportsman like Nation, Dr. Pepper, call in line. Like, sure, I, you and I would love to see the Giants and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I'm going to guess that's not realistic for this year. Yeah, America right, doesn't right, want that. Right. America and, doesn't and, want right, that. Right, but I'm saying no, if you're no, going to no. script it, the Dream Super Bowl matchup midway through the season for you is what, based on a realistic matchup of two teams that are in the playoff hunt that could potentially make a run, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Dr. Pepper call in line, not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Brian in South Carolina, listening on Sirius XM Channel 80. What's up, Brian? Hey, guys, what's up? CC, happy birthday, Super Bowl champ, man. Hope it's a good one. Appreciate it, Brian. As you guys know, I called in a few weeks ago, right? Giants fan, wife's got the kids, are now Eagles fans. Right. So yep. you know we're about that Eagles Super Bowl. And I'm with the Ravens, man. I think Lamar Jackson, right? Jalen Hurts, Baltimore, Philly getting at it. 
I think that thing could be electric. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Ravens-Eagles, certainly a possibility right now. That'd be a real physical game oh. right there. Real physical. No real history that I can think of that would like connect the two in terms of big games. Oh, but there's plenty of hate. I mean, uh, it's right down the street on I-95. I mean, they're literally right there. Right, but I'm saying it's not like you know the rematch from last year. We've never seen them in any – Harbaugh used to work there. People, yep. people don't even think about Harbaugh's history prior to the special Ravens. Teams coach, yeah. Special teams coach there. And, and that was an interesting side note in itself. It did not start a trend. Because you would think more special teams coach would get hired as head coach based on Harbaugh's success. It's the yeah. only other coach outside of the head coach that deals with both sides of the ball, the special teams coach. But Harbaugh against the Eagles, I think there's there's definitely something juicy with that. I like that. I, I would sign up for that. I'm yeah, good with that yeah, one. that'd be a good game. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, you couldn't go wrong with that. Two guys that are in the MVP conversation. Why yeah, not? like it. Um, let's talk with Derek in Jersey on Sirius XM Channel 80. He wants to chime in on the Super Bowl stuff and Harbaugh. What's up, Derek? Harbaugh. Actually, good morning, guys. I just wanted to say happy, first, say happy birthday to the champion. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. What you got for us? I, you know, for Harbaugh, man, I just think it's, as, as a parent with kids, I'm a Michigan fan, diehard Michigan fan. I just think it's enough. It's time for him to go. Yes, he's one of the best coaches that's ever done it. But year after year, it seems like it's a little too much. And it's not fair to the youth that's playing, or young men, I should say, that's playing to have to continue to endure this. So I just think it's time. So just out of curiosity, who would you feel comfortable with, based on what you just said, that young men should endure a coach? that, Like, who would that coach be? Like, you think every coach in college football is clean? No, I, de- I definitely don't think every football and college uh, football is, is, is clean. But what I, what I do think is, you know, you got to know how to hide it. And I, it's evident <laughs> that he doesn't know how to hide it. More so, wait a second, wait a second. So, so you want Harbaugh out because he's not good enough at covering it up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. Absolutely. Just want to make sure we're all you know, clear I'm, on that. I'm really glad we arrived at <laughs> that destination. It's no. not that I'm mad that he cheated. I'm mad that he didn't hide it well enough. Because if we're going to make Harbaugh seem like one of that's one that, in college that is, sports, that is, that is I mean, lessons for young people to learn. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Be it's better a, at covering it up. It's not a matter of breaking the rules. It's just how good are you at covering it <laughs> up? My God. Marty in Ohio listening on Sirius <laughs> XM Channel 80. <laughs> What's up, Marty? Hey, how are you guys doing? What's up, Marty? Enjoy the show. Thank you. This is where you go now. I enjoy the show. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go Thank ahead. you, Marty. All right. Well, I'm not sure. I'm I'm 70 years old, and I'm in my truck, and I'm on the radio, and I have no idea not. So, hey, I'm from Northwest Ohio. My whole life, I've been a Browns fan, but my default has been the Detroit Lions. Ooh. And it has been a long and difficult life for me. Yeah. So if I can you want to know what my dream is, it's to see the Browns and the Lions, two teams that have never been in the big show, play a game, and I don't care if it ends up being three to two, whoever <laughs> wins that game, I'll be a happy man the rest of my life. You know what? Oh, Marty, that was awesome. We, we that was opened awesome, up Marty. this conversation looking for one. answers and ideas. We weren't trying to crown a winner. There's the winner. Marty wins. The, yeah. A Browns-Lions Super Bowl. Would be unbelievable. And it's realistic this year. When was the last time you actually, I guess last year. Well, no, the Lions didn't make the playoffs. When no. was the last time you actually could say a Browns-Lions Super Bowl was even borderline realistic? That's a great question. Ever? Nevuary. Watch, they probably played <laughs> yeah. in the 30s. Nevuary. A Browns-Lions Super Bowl yeah. being realistic yeah. is an unbelievable answer to the dream Super Bowl matchup. Wow. I don't know. But can Think you about- see? Here's the thing. 
there's no world that the Browns go on a deep playoff run unless Deshaun Watson gets back to what we saw in Houston. Okay. And you'll be convinced this weekend. That's it. If he's one, really one, good one this way, weekend. One way or the other, you'll yeah. be convinced. Yeah, it'll feel like, like you'll if, have If to you don't convincing. see it against the Ravens defense, then That's you don't right. think you're ever going to see it because of the magnitude of the game. But if you do see it, then all of a sudden – the Browns are in striking distance of winning the division or at least the division lead, and you're talking about a situation where you can actually believe in them because they have the best defense in the NFL. Yeah. I bet you I bet you if we put this up, Dr. Pepper inbox at Unsports ESPN on Twitter or X, whatever the heck it's called. Yeah. Would you sign up right now for a Browns Lions Super Bowl? I bet you over seventy percent of fans would say yes. Even if they don't have the dog in the fight, the concept of those two—I just the Super feel, Bowl, I, I would feel good for those fan bases. Oh, oh my god, god. I, that, that's the thing. I would feel about deserving it. Yeah, oh I would feel god. good for those fan bases. And Javante, crazy? What? Seventy percent of people Put would not want a Browns Lions Super Bowl. That's insane, Pat. It is so like it is so stark in the contrast of what we're used to. I actually think people would put it up. Would you sign up for a Browns Lions Super Bowl? Diamondbacks Rangers version of the Super Bowl. No, no, no. You know what I just thought? Nobody wants. That. Imagine not the even the Diamondbacks and Rangers. If that was the, the dream scenario, imagine the fan base that loses. How heartbroken they would be. No, they'd be I so used like... to it. <laughs> so used to that kind of heartbreak. But I think that Super Bowl would have massive upside. And speaking of upside, if you want to earn cash and enough cash to get go see your team play, like Cleveland or Detroit, without having to pick up a side gig, you can do it with Upside. Upside is a free app that gets you cash back on gas, groceries, dining, and more, so you can earn real cash just for stocking up on the essentials you need. Filling up your tank to go tailgate, earn an average of 11 cents per gallon with Upside. Stocking up for a watch party? Get an average of 7% back on groceries. Picking up a pizza? Upside earns you an average of 10% back at restaurants. These earnings add up quickly. Frequent Upside users earn an average of $340 each year, and that's real cash back. You can cash out directly to your bank account, PayPal, or redeem as a gift card to spots like Amazon, Walmart, and more. Download Upside, the app, to join the 5 million Americans who have already earned over $500 million in cash back. Use promo code FOOTBALL. When you download Upside for an extra 25 cents per gallon back on your first fill-up, that's promo code FOOTBALL. Download the free Upside app today. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Oh, yeah, Dan, <laughs> Dan you don't like that? <laughs> it is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. <laughs> the dancing was one thing. I didn't know. Uh, no, the singing. worst voice around. Yeah, yes. there's nobody who sings worse than me. Huh. And, it, Dan, did you know that when people listen to our podcast, there's no music underneath? So they're only subjected to so Evan's So they would voice. only hear that. Wow, you wouldn't hear the. All right. Yeah. yeah, it is unsportsmanlike here on ESPN yeah, Radio, I, I presented by Progressive Insurance. Tra- no, you won't. Track of no, the you fact won't. That we actually want people to listen to our yeah, podcast. My bad. Yeah. Uh, Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL reporter, is here. Dan, would you sign up right now to cover a Browns Lions Super Bowl? It's in Vegas. Yeah, I'll go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a cop out of I got to cover anybody in the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? That's that's awesome. No, I, uh, Browns Lions. Eey. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think it's the Lions are legit. I think the Lions are a legit team in the in the NFC. Browns, we'll we'll see if they can they can knock off Baltimore this weekend. I'll you buy don't it. seem as excited as maybe bit. the game you're covering this weekend. Niners and Jaguars would be more exciting for you to cover that yeah, in the Super Bowl. I think so. I mean, that's I, I think it'll be a fun game. Honestly, like I, 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 it's funny they're both coming off buys, and the Jaguars went in on a five game winning streak, and the Niners went in on a three game losing streak. So I'm making all these calls this week and talking to people on both teams. Very different tones, right? <laughs> like oh. everybody, you feel a lot different coming out of a bye on a three game losing streak than on a five game winning streak. No so, doubt about it. So yeah, it, it's I'm, I don't know. Niners need that one, man. Like they can't keep losing. It's interesting, Gross, because we were kicking around the idea of Deshaun Watson with this Browns-Ravens matchup yeah. and how good the Ravens' defense is yeah. and, and how much criticism this organization has taken on because of what they did, the commitment to Deshaun Watson. If they go out and win this game, if Cleveland has yeah. a, a, a seminal performance and Deshaun Watson plays great, does that validate their decision to hey. go after Deshaun Watson because it feels like these are the types of games that you trade for a quarterback of that caliber for to win you a game with head-to-head competition against Lamar Jackson in the best defense in football. I think that's I think it is that kind of game. But I don't think you give that contract thinking all right, we really want to beat Baltimore in week 10 of the second year of the 5-year contract, right? Like like that he has to be exceptional. For an extended period of time. Like, he really does have to deliver a Super Bowl title to Cleveland mm. in order for that contract to be worth it. Like, it is going to hamstring them on all kinds of stuff going forward. Like, it's a completely immovable object on their salary cap for, for five years. So, yeah, he's got he's to be really good Sunday, and he's got to keep being really good to the point where he finally, you know, somebody finally delivers a Super Bowl title to Cleveland, and it's him. That's the only way. I don't know this microphone. That's the only <laughs> way that contract ends up making any sense. Dan, we have Colts and Patriots in Germany this weekend. Yeah. If the Patriots lose, they drop to, what, 2-8 and eight on the season. Do we operate in a world where we could see Bill Belichick get fired in season? No. Okay. Was there, you want me to no, elaborate? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's some speculation that maybe that could be on the horizon. I just wanted to get your Inconceivable. take Inconceivable. I, I, I think it would be the most shocking thing to happen in the NFL, not just this year, but in, in recent memory. No. I... I I'm of the belief that someone else will will more than likely be coaching the Patriots next year. But I don't – I mean, you cannot in season – like, that would be the most disrespectful thing. I, I don't see there's – I don't think there's any way they would do it in season. No. Talk about oh, just, just to follow up with yeah. that, yeah, yeah. is it more likely that he resigns and never to be seen or heard from again, or is he traded? 
I'm just trying yeah. to figure out how this thing ends no. in New England. Well, that's that's the question, right? And that that comes down to, uh, in some ways, it'll come down to what he wants to do, right? Does he want to keep coaching? And this assumes, again, this assumes the Patriots make the decision at the end of the year to, to move on. Sure. Which may not, I mean, they may not. Like, I hope uh, they but don't. I'm a Pats fan. I hope they don't. You, as a Pats fan, you want to keep him. You, yes, he do. should stay as long as he wants? Well, not, maybe not as long as he wants. <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. I, I wasn't kidding. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, here's the thing. I want to know they, the perspective yeah. of the fan. They need to rebuild the organization a little bit here. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as everyone else does. I think the quarterback is worse than everyone else thinks he is. I think the defense is way better than people think. And you're asking, who do I have more faith in to resurrect his franchise? Mm-hmm. The, that guy or right. anyone else? And I'm still going to choose that guy. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Because part of the problem is is a lot of the drafting he's done the last few years, right? He hasn't really built built up the core of the team, and, and especially on the offensive side, uh, in a helpful way. So I wonder if they are starting over with a new quarterback, which I also think they will. Um I should say the the most likely outcome is yeah. that they will. I, who knows what happens over the next couple of months? But um, that you wonder if you want to put somebody else in charge of those drafts to build that team around whoever that quarterback's going to be. So they got a lot to figure out in New England. But I don't see on field. It's hard to see it getting better anytime soon. Speaking of drafts and quarterbacks, last yeah. night the Chicago Bears gave themselves a forty percent oh. chance at getting the number one overall pick by, by virtue, winning by virtue of the Carolina yeah. Panthers. How pick. often do you see that? And so out of <laughs> out of curiosity, with the Justin Fields of it all. Have we seen Justin Fields take his last snap for the Chicago Bears? Are they going to play him? And if so, what would be the point? I think they're going to play him. And I think part of the point is, you know, first of all, they have to find out whether he's sort of worth hanging on to at the end of the year. And you got to show other teams too, right? Like if you are going to move on from him, you want to, you want to be able to get something for him. So, yeah, I think it's, I think they're going to play him. I think they're, I mean, what's their record? Three and three and seven. Seven. So they're not in anything, and, no. and they're better off losing. But yeah, I don't. I mean, look, the coaching staff is on. I, pro, I think probably on thin ice. So they're gonna. If Justin Fields gives them a better chance to win the game, that's who they're gonna put in there. Okay. Talk with Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL reporter. You'll see him on Get Up, eight a.m. Eastern. He is covering the you Jaguars. You don't think they should play? No, he's, fields? No, he's why? not on that. Yeah. Why? why they're paying him? I mean, like, why? like you, I mean, uh, <laughs> any, any, team, any team that would trade for him in the offseason has already yeah. made up in their mind what he is as a quarterback. So I don't, think, I don't think he can get better. I only think he can get worse. It's huh. only downside or injured. <laughs> well, not, I, the coaching staff doesn't I, see it that I, way, though. He was playing better before the injury. My mm-hmm. question is like, like, does the injury linger? Right? Like, do, can they get to it's a thumb, or he gets hurt again, or he gets hurt again? Yeah. Along those same lines, same kind of theme here. Sorry, what's I go- no, no, it's interrupted fine. you. No, there's no interrupting. You yeah. can talk whenever you want. All right. uh, what's happening with Kyler Murray now? You're gonna play, and then, oh well, they probably play next week too. Like, like <laughs> so that contract is is interesting. Um, it's not as onerous as Deshaun Watson's. Obviously, it's not fully guaranteed, but a lot of it is, uh, including next year. So uh, they have to play him to find out what they have there. And I honestly think. Going with Kyler Murray next year is one of Arizona's options. I think I think the new coaching staff, new front office, he has not played for them yet. So they want to see it. And I think if it goes well, there's a chance that they just keep him and use those draft picks to build around him. I don't think that's a 100% chance, uh, but they need to know what their options are. And the other thing is, I did a story on him and his contract and, and you know what their options were with this a couple weeks ago. And calling around on that story, the general consensus I got from other teams was like, if you're going to trade for this guy in the offseason, you will want to have seen him play and have seen him healthy. So Arizona has to play him, even if they're going to end up moving on, they're gonna, they have to play him so other teams can take a look and see what, what, uh, what he's got. So uh, I think he's, 
I I think their plan as of now is to play him for the rest of the season mm-hmm. and then make an evaluation. What's amazing about that, Dan, as we finish up here, you just made CeCe's birthday. Because do you realize if Kyler Murray plays well and the draft order stays as is, and you're saying maybe they take Marvin Harrison Jr., Let's go the big Giants blue. would then get whoever <laughs> is not taken between Caleb Williams and Drake May. The Giants are in a very good position to get a new quarterback because – it's going to be hard for them to win any more games, and they could end up. I mean, they could end up at one. They like, could. Like that. That's you got to root for Kyler Murray and the, the Cardinals. That's what it comes down to. Uh, they're going to run into a win or two. the The Giants aren't going to run Show into a lot of wins on with the Tommy schedule DeVito. where that is. When does the <laughs> Call of Duty come out? You said. Oh, it comes out this weekend. I think. Okay, yeah, well, that could be a loss then for the Cardinals. That's your problem. Oh, that, that, you're, you're right about that. You're Dan right Graziano, you will see him Terrible on Get Up. timing. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> 8 a.m. Eastern time. almost a He's year. He's covering the Jaguars <laughs> wow. and the Niners this weekend. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This weekend's top money matchups are brought to you by Upside. Upside earns you real cash back on essentials so you can win even when your team doesn't. We are going to get to our Upside matchups in a second, but we do have breaking news from uh, ESPN college football reporter Heather Dinich. Wait, I just want to isolate Small's eyes right now on camera. She doesn't know what's coming. She just had the sports center. Are you okay? I'm I'm waiting because I'm thinking yeah. hardball. Yeah, this is news. This is news. <laughs> it, it, it's news. Oh, what it's, is it? It's, 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 no, they're just gonna make Smalls wait. I'm on the edge of my seat here. It's, it's, it's news. Here we go. Sources indicate a Big Ten response is coming early this afternoon. Uh, Michigan leaves at one and flies mid-afternoon out of Detroit after getting through security checks per usual routine. So we're gonna have something today. It seems like. Now, wow. a Big Ten response could also mean we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks when we're done with yeah, the investigation. Yeah, that's what it feels like, right? Because if you levy the punishment, that's just gutless. Why, why, why would you do that as the team is preparing to fly to Penn State? You, you could have done that yesterday. If you thought that you were going to suspend them, regardless of what Michigan said in their response to your allegations, 
you should have went ahead and dropped the hammer yesterday. You could have done it the afternoon, evening. You could have done it overnight. But you should have let them know so they can prepare today and they can have an idea of what they're going to do at the coaching spot before they fly out of Detroit at 1 o'clock Central Time. Yeah, I, I said, and we continue to say, that there is a chance he's suspended by tomorrow and you guys have both fairly said that's ridiculous if you're going to suspend somebody on a Friday for a Saturday. I agree with you. But this story has been so wild that until I see him on the sidelines tomorrow against Penn State, I'm still going to throw out there the idea that maybe possibly he is suspended, right, for this game. But that would be – if if they're waiting until they get on the tarmac or right before they're ready to take off to say that he's suspended, that puts Michigan at such a disadvantage. And I know that they want to send a message and they want to punish the people that they deem responsible for this sign-stealing scandal, but you also have to think about the players, and that really puts them in a tough spot. That's more of a disadvantage than knowing the signs for the other team. Absolutely. we're, we're We're talking about competitive disadvantages and advantages because of doing something illegal like stealing the opposing team's side. If you don't know who the hell is coaching you as a player when you're getting ready to take off for a road game the day before, like that's just absolutely asinine. If you're Tony Petiti, there's no world that we can live in which you discipline Jim Harbaugh and take him off the field for tomorrow's game. If it's It's got to be a situation where they're giving out a timeline on when the potential discipline could be coming or the framework or potential discipline with games or – it's a situation where they're just going to find Jim Harbaugh, okay, which, is, which, is what, which is what I floated out there last couple of days. They could be in a situation where they find Jim Harbaugh yeah. and they leave the door open for a suspension when it comes to games or potentially taking away scholarships down the road, but not on this team season. I looked up college football fines. The most common fines seem to take place with the SEC to schools that have fans that storm the field. Those are the most common fines. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Like, if you look up college football fines, those are the most common ones. Yeah, so it's, there's not, no, it's not common. Yeah, yeah, there's no precedent for, like, like in the NBA, a flagrant is, is this amount of money, whatever it is. So they would literally have to just, and I know you said this is what they do, make it up as to what the fine is. But, it's, uh, and, and, but the, here's the thing. That, that plays into what everybody in the Big Ten wants the Big Ten commissioner to do. Right, make give, it up. Give, give them something that's unprecedented because of how egregious the sign stealing was. Okay, we're going to give him a fine of $100,000 because we've never seen this. Or we're going to fine him a half a million dollars because we've never seen this. And guess what? It's immaterial for Jim Harbaugh or for yeah. Michigan. They're about to give him a new contract anyway. Right. Exactly. So they can bake that in there if they want to. The, the whole point is we are going to do something that we have never seen in the way of discipline toward one of our coaches without impacting the the stakes for our conference when it comes to Michigan competing in the college football playoff and trying to win a national championship on the precipice of conference expansion. All right, let's get our upside game. We're going to come back to this Michigan story, obviously, at 888-SAY-ESPN. We'll open it back up on the Dots and Pepper (laughs) call-in line as to whether or not you think he's going to be coaching tomorrow. That's the question. Do you think Harbaugh is going to be on the sidelines tomorrow? we got to get our upside game in here. So, again, we have rules on our upside game, right? Like the upside app are things you don't expect. Wait, I'm going to get cash back on gas and groceries and dining just for everyday stuff? Yes, you are. So here's what we do. It's got to be a surprise, our biggest upside game of the weekend. So here are the games that we have to take out for sure. We have to take out San Francisco and Jacksonville. Agreed? Okay. We have to take out Cleveland and Baltimore. Agreed? Agreed. Are we taking out Houston and Cincinnati? 
No. That, no, okay. Well, yeah, we should take that that's out. That's not my game, so you can it's take not it my out. Ga- it's not my game. Okay, are there any other games you want to take out that no. it's too obvious? Okay, Smalls, your upside game of the weekend. What about the Denver Broncos at the Buffalo Bills? Monday Night Football here on ESPN. Of course, you can watch it on all the ESPN family and networks. Go ahead. If they go into Buffalo and beat the Bills, and we consider the Bills to be a quality opponent, don't look now. The Denver Broncos have won three games in a row, including two against one against the Kansas City Chiefs and one against the Buffalo Bills. So you're saying that Russell Wilson's an MVP candidate? Is that what you just said? I am not saying that, but I'm saying we're certainly having different conversations about Russell Wilson and Sean Payton's tenure in Denver. I I like that one. I like that. There's a lot of upside there. I like that one. I like that one. How about this? The Saints and the Vikings. I know a lot of people are not paying attention to the Week 10 slate in this regard, but I mean... You are talking about two teams that have winning records. Now, I guess you're dismissing them because of the two quarterbacks. One just got there two hours ago and Josh Dobbs. He was traded from the Arizona Cardinals. The other one is Derek Carr, who's been underwhelming, to say the least, this season. But whoever wins this game is a virtual lock to go to the postseason. When you look at the remaining schedules for both squads and then you consider the fact that the Saints play in the NFC South, Mm -hmm. the team that wins this game is a shoe-in for the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. Now, for the Vikings, that will be the wild card. For the Saints, that's most likely going to be a situation where they're in, uh, they're winning their division. But I just, this is a situation now where the Minnesota Vikings and the Saints are literally playing a win, uh, I guess a de facto win in in game. Not something that a lot of people are paying attention for to, but one of these two teams is going to be in the postseason. All right, I've gone back and forth on two games here. You know what? I'm going to pick them both. Sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so it's for all of us then. What if the Chargers beat the Lions and the Chargers are 5-4 and four, and all of the hate we've had towards the Chargers, which I think has been warranted, what if all of a sudden they have a winning record through nine games and they start clicking a little bit? Isn't that potentially a big upside this weekend for the Chargers? I looked at that one too. I'll give you another one. I'll stay in the same division, Sunday Night Football. Mm. What if the Raiders beat the Jets? which is not much of a what-if, but what if the Raiders beat the Jets? They're then 5-5. Five and five. McDaniels was bad, but their record was not insurmountable if they were to turn things around in the second half. Now, it became clear they were not going to turn it around with him, but he didn't put them out of reach where they couldn't turn it around at all. The Raiders at 5-5, five and five, Antonio Pierce 2-0, and oh, Aiden O'Connell, a young quarterback, fourth-round pick, if I'm not mistaken, out of Purdue. All of a sudden, if after the season you find a way out of the Jimmy G deal, now you, you become the, the Niners and you have a quarterback on a cheap deal and star players around him like Devontae Adams and they keep Josh Jacobs. And I like their tight end, Matthew Mayer, right, out of, uh, out of Michigan. Michael Mayer, Michael yeah. Mayer excuse me. Mm-hmm. Michael Mayer out of, uh, out of Notre Dame. Sorry, I got every part of that wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? I got his last name right. I should have called you him did. Governor. <laughs> Matthew Governor out of Michigan or Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. Like, if, that team, all of a sudden, we look at a lot differently. So I think the Raiders and the Chargers, AFC West, upside this weekend. I like it. I, I like it. And I think this is a situation now where you're wondering – which one of these head coaches is going to keep their job? Yeah. Like if Rob Sala wins this game, it goes a long ways to keeping his job. If Antonio Pierce wins this game, it goes a long ways to convincing Mark Davis that he deserves the full-time position as the head coach. So, yeah, I, I can see that. It's crazy to think this. But looking at it, even as good as the Jets' defense is, I feel better about where the Raiders are right now. Wow. Well, because you feel like what if, you have a what if at the, the quarterback position. You do have a what if at the quarterback position, where the Jets, you don't have a what if at a quarterback position. And that just shows you how important quarterback is. It's the most important spot, not just in football, but in all the team sports. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, because, I mean, again, nobody's saying Aiden O'Connell's the guy. But Zach Wilson has been written Zach Wilson is not the guy. Correct. That's the point. Correct. It's like AOC is still a possibility. There ain't no possibility with Zach Wilson. But here's what I don't understand. He's been in the building since 2021. How did you not know that if you're the Jets? Oh, they knew. Let it. me tell you. Let me tell you. Is that why, why Rob Sala played the fifth? Can that's I tell you something? One, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> you know how much this has impacted Jets fans? Played the fifth. <laughs> Literally on Wednesday night, oh I'm at my, my son's flag football game. Okay, the head coach of my son's flag football team, great guy, sees me on the sideline, looks at me, and he goes, "Can you believe this Zach Wilson situation during the game?" <laughs> He's so agitated by this, he stops and looks at me. Really pleading the fifth? And I'm like, I know it's it's ridiculous there. So you know what? You know what you learn here? You got a lot of upside games this weekend. Brought to you by Upside, the free app that gets you cash back on gas, groceries, and dining. Filling your tank, cash back. Craving pizza, cash back. Stocking up on your tailgate snacks, lots of cash back. Frequent Upside users earn an average of three hundred and forty dollars each year. That's enough to see your favorite team this Sunday. Download the free Upside app and use promo code Football for an extra twenty five cents per gallon back on your first. Philip, that's promo code football. Download upside today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So, what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends, and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off with everything in your life that you handle work, picking the kids up from school, running errands. You never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. It is time now for a round of I'm Over It here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, presented by Progressive Insurance. Pat Costello, our producer, gets annoyed with a lot of things, including us, and he tells the world what he's annoyed by with a round of I'm Over It. Pat, what do you have for us? Guys, breakfast is absolutely not the most important meal of the day, and it's absolutely not the best meal of the day. I actually think it's the worst and the least versatile, uh, and breakfast food is all completely overrated. I, you know what? Wow. What? You're, not, you're not right, but Very you're not aggressive. as wrong as maybe people are going to take it, at least in my mind. I think lunch is the best meal of the day. I think lunch has a tremendous versatility. Yeah, I said it. 
I put lunch number one. No, I think breakfast has more versatility than lunch. Breakfast I, for I dinner? Yeah. Ever heard of that? Yeah. I don't like breakfast for dinner. I really don't. Let me ask you a question. If you're willing to have breakfast for dinner, are you willing to have dinner for breakfast? Yeah. I'll have steak. Steak and eggs. Yeah, <laughs> steak and eggs. Okay, would you have like a would you have a chicken parm for breakfast? I have. You have I absolutely yeah. Leftover. You, the right? qual the quality Italian chicken parm? Well, okay, outstanding. Yeah. You can't eat it all in one sitting. It's it's phenomenal. Speak yeah. For yourself, I yeah. probably could. Okay. It's yeah, but great. doesn't that just prove the point about the versatility of breakfast that you could have no, it but I'm any what, time of day? Why wouldn't you have dinner for breakfast? It just doesn't hit the same. And the, the whole thing about lunch, I don't understand how you think lunch is the most versatile. Where because what? That? tell me what you couldn't have for lunch. We had to invent something called brunch on the weekends just because lunch was so boring. No, I don't, I don't understand how you think lunch is the I most don't like brunch. What's versatile about half soup, a uh, half sandwich with soup? What's versatile about that? No, There's it's nothing versatile things. about soup, you, soup and sandwich for lunch. Any Salad for lunch. What, what is versatile about lunch? Yeah. Who the hell you. gets excited about lunch? I'll tell you. You Other have, than people that don't like their jobs. I was just going to say. That's, that's why it. lunch is that's great the for only, some people. It's the only reason people get excited about lunch. You're not excited for lunch because of the actual food that's on the lunch menu. I disagree. No way. I think you could have anything you would have for breakfast for lunch, anything you would have for lunch for lunch, and anything you would have for dinner for lunch. It's yeah. the only meal that has all of them. And brunch, I have a major problem with brunch, especially uh, in New York uh-uh, City. Here's uh-uh. why. Don't they will never Hold on. You're wrong. The, the, menu. the premise that you're talking about is wrong. Nobody has pancakes for lunch. Yes, they do. No, they don't. My daughter does all the time. No, 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 exactly. What's, what'd you call it? The whole point of what? Brunch is. It, brunch. Okay, that's exactly. Brunch, 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 brunch is not lunch. Brunch is not. Yes, brunch is. is not. No, it's brunch not. Is not lunch. It's called. It's, it's its own thing. It's called What's brunch. What's brunch it's stand br- for? Brunch is a separate word than lunch. hundred percent. I'm, I'm not having a mimosa at lunch. No, 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 no you're not. You're not having a mimosa at lunch. No, it's breakfast. No, it it substitutes. It's a different word. Appreciate you, brother. Boy, we need you to settle the debate. Very no, we're, we're, we're having a debate right now, Bart, and, 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 and we're sitting here arguing, and, and Evan is trying to make the point that lunch is the best meal of the day. And I think it's absolutely here, ridiculous. But hold on, Bart. Bart, and, let and, me explain and why, the, though. And we're going to take it a step further, Bart. Lunch and brunch are two different things. Yeah, but well... Lunch is like usually my first meal because I fast at 12 o'clock, so it's usually my first meal. Okay. It's probably a shake, so it's really not a great meal for me. Yeah. Who the hell is excited about lunch? Other than leaving work to go eat, why would you get excited about lunch? Are you eating a ham sandwich? No. That's exactly. No, here's why. Are you eating heavy for lunch? No, but you could. Bart, my point is this. That anything you would eat for dinner, anything you would eat for breakfast, you could also eat for lunch. It's the only meal that has that. You, people eat breakfast for dinner. I don't like that. Why wouldn't you eat dinner for breakfast? I think you should have chicken parm for breakfast. I think that the rules around food is, are ridiculous. Well, see, what you have to understand is, is listen to the word. It's really not breakfast. It's break fast. So it really just means the first meal that you eat. Right. But we misinterpret it and, you know. You know, uh, Quaker. Mark got very serious you know, on this. No, because because Quaker and all these guys wanted to make money. General Mills selling you cereal that's highly processed stuff that's bad for your kids with the river flapping and and, and, and and all the bad stuff in it, the high corn fruit toast. So it's all it's all a ploy from the from the uh, big three. You know what I'm saying? Cinnamon toast crunch is all. Is amazing, it's the worst man. thing for you, man. It's yeah. trans fat, all kind of stuff. You probably we probably still working off that brown fat from the cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tricks, tricks, and Fruit Loops can't even be sold in other countries because all the red dyes they got. That's why America's fat. Let wow. Some type 2 diabetes in myself anyway. But with, wow, all, that, with, with, that, all, with all that being said, I'll still take breakfast over lunch. What's your favorite meal of the day then? 
love biscuits and gravy. Hey, and, 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 breakfast. At what time? Breakfast. What time? Do anytime. You eat that? Eleven o'clock. Yeah, I'll eat it anytime. Anytime, no okay. brick biscuits. Biscuits, especially if it's right. Big Mama biscuits and gravy. Anytime. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it, bro. You clean too. All right, so there we go. There we go. Who would have thought that Bart Scott had that kind of analysis on cereal? Didn't see that one coming. Oh, yeah, I know what I know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm looking at. You know what? We got to ask Bart one other thing on his way out here. No, walk, 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 walk. It's fine. So we hypothetically, you're from Michigan. You're from the Detroit area. Three one third. It, would you sign up right now for a Lions Browns Super Bowl? Hell yeah! Like for me, I, listen, it's listen because it's, it's going to be great offense against great defense. So it's going to be the match. It, 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 what's different between Bills and, and Giants and, and Lions? You got two like of the uh, historical franchises. You know, mm-hmm. one of the original. You know, the Lions won a championship in the fifties. They were a, a champion, much like the Browns were a champion under Jim Brown before they named it the Super Bowl. So it'd be like you know that somebody's going to be brought and, and hit the refresh button, brought into the new millennium, and going to get their first title. So yeah. I'll sign up for that. You talk about two of the most crazed fan bases that they have. The dog pound is, you know, they, they still upset because they think all the titles that they won is really the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Well done. Bart Scott, of course. My man. You'll see him on. <laughs> My man. Oh, man, this microphone is heavy. Get up right. Right. All right, next one, Pat. All right, quick, another food one. Is a turkey haters? Turkey's great and delicious, and uh, I don't know why people try to diminish it, or especially around Thanksgiving. It's fantastic. All right, you know what? We need more time for that. We don't, we don't have turkey's, enough time tur- for that. Oh, we awful. only had a minute left. Turkey's awful. Yeah. Well, if it's so great, then why are you only eating the, the actual baked bird on one day out of the year? No, only you That's are. what I've said, and I got ripped for that yesterday. Turkey's That's exactly I'm not talking about point. cold cuts, Pat. Right. I'm not talking about turkey slices. I'm not I'm either. talking about the actual bird, right. like cooking the turkey, the you actual know, turkey in the oven. Yeah. How many people are doing that other never, than Thanksgiving? Never. You're no, not never. doing it. There's You'll no other day you're doing it. No, and that's the point. It's like, you know what? Like This is going to sound stupid, but the reason that people like pizza so much is because they have it so much. If you like turkey so much, have it more. I have the deli turkey, yes, but the roasted turkey you cannot say is a popular food and that people love it on Thanksgiving. You literally wait a year for it. It's not like who's preventing you from having it more. Also, gravy's overrated. Gravy can be overrated. You need to have the right kind of gravy. Overrated. What about mashed what? potatoes? Mashed potatoes in overrated. Oh, mashed potatoes are outstanding. Overrated. Yeah. Who are you people? Oh. What potatoes is happening? Baked potatoes, potatoes are better? better than mashed potatoes. One thousand percent. What? Mm-hmm. It's the same Accent thing. what I said. It's not the same thing. It's the same thing. No, mashed potatoes is way better. Baked potato. It's the same. It's the, the texture, same thing. The texture is better. It's the same thing. The, the truffle, Literally a the potato. Is just yeah, but a French fry is not a mashed potato. French fry is elite. Yeah, totally different. We're on Sportsmanlike ESPN wow. Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.